This is the Malach of the Rebishter. Just put this tape on it, it's all right. Oh. Go ahead. What is it? Yes, it's Alman, no? 
Okay, just write it down. Listen, listen, listen. You have to have quiet now. Benzer, quiet. Listen in. Quiet. Listen in. Right? I'll write it, but I'll, I just want you to tape it on it. I don't know what to do. So even though they were clear in the days of the Goyim, they're not clear now. Only a few people are able to understand it. You don't have to say anything about the act. That's in Gemara that it's very difficult. Even what they wrote is difficult. Surely we don't have to get involved in the Gemara itself. Babbling Yom Shami, which is very difficult. needs a lot of understanding. You know, you have to do a lot of work on understanding Gemara properly. This is the Rambam speaking. You have to go to the Chorayin, the Sukkis, we said, after Zayin, until you come to the final Mask, you don't know what's also what's Mutra. Because I saw there's a problem. I got up. Niyarti. Chotzni. I awoke myself. I, I was Mazaraz myself. Ani Moshe ben Maimon Asparadi. Me, I, myself, Moshe ben Maimon, this Faradi. I relied on the Hevishter, the Tzur, Tzur, Tzur. I took the whole Yisrael, but Yisrael Chabad Varam Amizvaran Mekolel Achibur. And I wrote a concise Tadosh from everything that I saw until now, so that it should be clear to everybody, a systematic Sefer that will explain everything that you have to know. The Inyan of Amuta, as far as Osa Amuta, like a Shulchan Aruch. This is before the Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch is based on this. Hatomei v'hatom. With all the rest of the dinim of the Torah, I wrote everything very clear, but that a and very concise. So if you go through my sefers of the Rambam, so the whole Torah of Alpeh is going to be completely sedura. If you learn my sefer, you'll know it well. No shaklevitaria, straight. This is what you have to know. Starting from the beginning until the end, if you learn through these 14 Tzvodim that the Rambam wrote, that's what's called Yad Achazoko, because Yad is the Gematria 14. So you'll know everything. This one says this, and this one says that. I wrote a Sefer that's very clear. And it's basically a concise summary of everything that was written from Rabbeinu HaKodesh until now. In order that a person doesn't have to have any other safer. Everybody is a very shver HaRambam. He's writing that you don't need any other safer. This Sefer was Mechabit that gathered up all the Dinam of Teresh Shabal Pei, Matakonis, Amenogis, Rakzeris, Shanasim, Mois, Moshe Rabbeinu, and Chiba Agamora. The way the Goinim explained it to us, Bechol Chiburem, Shechiburach Agamora. Fichoch, Korosi, Shem Chibuze, why did I call the name of my Sefer Mishnah Teira? Because it's Mishnah Teira. What does Mishnah mean? What does Mishnah Teira it's, it's repeating the Tatachazor on the Teva. Levishaodam Kaire, Batera Shabiksav Tchilo, Yachakach Kaire Bazar. All you have to do is learn Chumash. All you got to do is learn Chumash with Nach, and then learn my Teva, and you know everything. And you'll know Kola Teva Kula. You don't have to have any other Teva. 
Just a couple years too, because if you take a look at the Rambam, the Rambam says you got to learn. The Rambam himself says you got to learn. From Mishnah, you got to learn. Mishnah, you got to learn Gemara. The Hastira, the Rambam, Minei Obey, what's going on here? Here he says you don't need a safer. And there he says you do. So on this, there's a lot of Turutsum on it, and I can't go into it. There's a Chabor Ber in Kedushin. That's explained the Yisaitis of Taita. And after you learn that, then you'll understand how to answer this. Simcha has a whole long shtickle on this, but I can't go into it. But this is a famous statement. The big taina that everybody had in the Rambam when the Rambam made the Sefer is that he didn't write any footnotes. He didn't write from where he got all the halachas. And because of that, in the beginning when it first came out, they made fun of him. And they wanted to put him a chedem. He writes Swarim. He writes Swarim without showing where the Mokar is. Who is he? And there was many Rishayim that wanted to put him a chedem. Rabbi was one of them. Lady did tshuva. But they realized that he was talking very great. And the Rambam Taka later says that he had charot that they didn't make footnotes. And you showed him Mashal from the Gedera Achreinim writes stark, very stark connected to the Rambam. What kind of chutzpah is that he writes a sefer without footnotes? And and that's why we have so many problems. We have the Magid Mishnah, we have the Lecha Mishnah, the Kesef Mishnah, and the Radvaz and others trying to find Mekhidus for what the Rambam says. And the truth of the matter is when you learn Gemara, Rashi, and Tesis, and then you learn the Rambam, you'll see that the Rambam learns many, many sugyas. We saw it in Gemara already, several places. He learned the Gemara altogether differently. In Beis HaTalmud, and the Greisik Dailam from the Mir, when they sit and learn, the real, real, Rabbi Balan, Zechayna Levarach, and others, I was there for a couple, a couple of days, I saw how they learned. Gemara, Rashi, Rambam. And why did, why did they do that? Because they want to see how the Rambam learned the Gemara. Then they learned Tesis. And and, 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 and and it's a whole mahalak the way they do it. They, they don't right away learn it so fast. They first clear Shailas, they clear Hakiris before they learn Rashi. And before they learn the Rambam. They start clearing different things. And then they look in Rashi and see if Rashi answered any of it. Then they look in the Rambam and see if the Rambam answered any of it. Then they go to Tasis. It's a different mahalak, whatever it is. But they, 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 the Rambam was a, was a page on the Gemara, even though you don't realize it. Just like when you learn the Chveith, uh, you learn Mishnah Brura with the Bir Alocha, you'll see the Bir Alocha learns Pshat in the Sujas. <laughs> but it's not a Sefer directly on Pshat, it's a Sefer on Alocha. No, from the Alocha came as then, we have Galam Pshat in the Gemara. How did he write? He wrote in English? Whatever you say. <laughs> and he goes through a whole long thing here, I'll be right back. I just want to hear something. But if you want to do this, carry on to write and then he goes through, it's very interesting on your own to finish this. And he tells you uh, a whole shalshal. Say, I can't go through it, I'll just go fast, one page. And you'll see how you should do it yourself. You saw this in English by, by Dr. Lehman. Please leave it alone. The, the count of Kutsi. You saw it in English? This is it. Now the Orchat Tadikim is talking. He says, after the Rambam wrote what he wrote, after the Rambam came other people and made another Sefer. And he was Mechaber from the Rambam Sefer. The Chibur Olav, Shad Varam Shalach Reinam. The Chibur Rabbonim Rabbim Sokis. Kugun Arikeach. We had him many times in the notes by Ben and Mozim. The Rishon. The Chibur Olazim Mimitz. The Aviyu Ezri. No, 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 Each one wrote a safe according to the matzav that he was in. Kirosh in this because he saw people are forgetting the Gemara. Even though 
they were very great. Don't talk, don't talk, don't talk. Uh, please go away. Schnell, if you're going to be involved, I want you out. I don't, I don't care, I don't care what you want. You'll have to wait till tomorrow. That was all the Talmudim.
Amar Rava Hachi. Rava Taka said this. It's a Pesachidosh. Amar Layen. He said yes. Tana Minei Aboyin Zimnan. He has it that halacha. It's a simple halacha. You're not you eat the Sudas Purim at night. You gotta eat the Sudas Purim by day. Why? Because it says you may make Simcha. So, so Bach in this class. Sure. One time is enough. Two times at the most. Four times is the chassid imayis, the chassid and chassid oilam. He learned it forty times. He chazed it forty times. No chamol, no chamol, no chamol, no chamol, no chamol. But don't let him command the monoblikisei. And he felt that he had it like it was in his pocket. For atorei, said the chassidim, take a look. This halacha is such a simple halacha that you're not yoytze sudas put it by night. You only yoytze by day. It's a halacha. It says, Nevertheless, minimum was what? Forty times. So you have a today Understand? Of kind of Ravashi, they were on that, that Madrega of Amirov. They had a Chazerit 40 times. We, once or twice, the Shengenog, Megan Baita. So that's a, that's a time on us. The Ikazach is Chazara. Chazar, Chazar again, Chazar again and again, and then again and again. The Vilnagoyan says, Don't talk in this room because I'll take an axe. You know what happens. Now, the Vilnagoyan says, Listen in. The Vilna Goyen says that every person, when they're going to get upstairs, they're going to ask him what he learns. At least, minimum, a person should have one Mesechta that he knows close. There's one Mesechta, and that's how it was in Europe. All the Bnei Teira, all the G'dayla Yolam, they had one Mesechta that they zeroed in on all their life. They learned Kola Teira Kula. But one Masech that they concentrated on, and that they knew well. Everybody's thinking now, uh, Megillah, Marcus, Marcus, Megillah, what else is very small? Uh, uh, uh. You understand? But the truth is that you'll see that many people, if you, you can't see it now, but when I had Chachas, more European people than you had Chachas, everybody had a Masech. My Shreel of Asholom, his Masech was Bob Metziah. Learned it who knows how many times. And Bob Metziah is a big Masech. He knew Bob Metziah very well. The cone, the, the, the cones that are saying Kaddish. The Zayda, I knew the Zayda. His Zayda, Zayda was my father, Olav Shalom's best friend, one of the best friends when they were in Heaven together. He knew Baba Kama Claw from backwards and forwards and forwards and backwards and backwards and forwards. He knew Baba Kama, wherever you're going. I knew him in St. Louis, Baba Kama, wherever you want, anywhere in Baba Kama. If I heard me. They used to take a test with a pin. You take a pin and, and they show you. I'll show you that be- Aleph of it, uh, of that Bezim and Aleph, or let's say that, it doesn't matter. Let's say Bezim and Aleph. And put a pin over here. And you have to say where the pin is going to hit on every Mesechta, and every Dach. That means, that means by be- Bezim and Aleph, Bezim and Bezim will be, that's okay. Gimelam and Aleph will be right there. The Gimelam and Bezim will be right there. Words, they had the picture of the Mesechta. The mis- picture of the blatter was in their head. It's just like, right, like reading it from a piece of paper right now. They had it clear. The Svarim Akadashim say that that's a, a school to learn how to daven properly. When you close your eyes and you want to daven, envision the words in front of you. 
when you're davening by heart. Keep your eyes closed, even if you want to keep your eyes closed, but don't just think the Pirish Amilas. Try to see it with your mind, the word. You know, like you see the Oiseus when you close your eyes. That's, a, that's how they learn. They had it so many times that they had it closed. Clor. <laughs> Backwards and forwards and sideways. That's how they learned the Masechta for Olam Today, Halavai, we should learn a phrase, one omen like that. And that's the famous Maisa. Of the Vilna Goyen, Talmud came to him. And he said he'd listened to the Rebbe. And he learned through Masech the Sukkah backwards and forwards and forwards and backwards and sideways and on top and on the bottom and all over. And he's ready to go to Ghana. He's ready to go to Elam Abba to be fair. So the Vilna Goyen says, Hazay? Okay. How many times does it say Rav Abai in the Masechta? How many times does it say Rabbi Yechon HaShlokish in the Masechta? How many cases of a Sukkah Shera are there in Masechta Sukkah? How many cases of a Sukkah Psul are there in Masechta Sukkah? Huh? The Talmud said, huh? He says, that means you didn't learn the Masechta. And how many Kosher Sukkah? So that I told you. Sukkah with a Vav, Samach Vav Chofhei. That's how many cases there are of Sukkah Shera. And Samach Chofhei. His cases in Masechta Sukkah of Sukkah Psula. But again, it was nothing. You, you, it's it's beyond our comprehension. I don't want you to help me. I said it's beyond our comprehension. To learn a Masechta that way, that you should know every detail. It's mind-boggling. But that's how you start. We're not holding by that Madrega. Since we're not holding by that Madrega, we have to do whatever we can. We're still a we're still a chain, a link, and that golden chain of can. So that's why you understand now when you say, how could you, how could the Rebbe say it's Neskat Noa Deir is, like when that's 1,500 people sitting there learning, and this one has so much, and this and that, what do you touch this? Take a look at the caliber of the learning, this is Amol Given, the Vilna Goyen, the Vilna Goyen wasn't so many years ago, the Chassam Sefer was so many years ago, the Rav Chirego wasn't so many years ago, the Chavitz Chaim said every world war, he said it after the First World War, before the Second World War, is ten generations different. The Madrega that fell in, in understanding Torah is ten generations. Uh, so, to make a cheshman, if somebody lived before 1910, let's say 1910 he lived, the chilek between him to someone that that lived in, that, that, that's uh, after 1945 it'd be, it'd, is a wealth of generations. It's twenty generations just there. Why? There were two world wars. Plus the generations, the years. You, 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 know, you understand what's going on here? So we have no music. We saw it at Maisei Esther at Kvega. The Kvega, these people. You, you know how far we are from them? We have no conception of how far we are from them. Now the Israel Salanta used to say that we don't have a conception of who our bodies were. Not only you don't know who Rav Kvega was, you don't know who your bub is. I don't want any help from you. We don't know how big our bub is. When people from the nervous, they had potato. We sit here in an air-conditioned room with tape recorders, with heating, with uh, armchairs, with whatever you want, with well, breakfast, lunch, and supper. No speaking. I said no speaking. And and, and, and we think that we're grace spritzes. You know how much Misiras Nefesh the previous generations had for Teva? And, and the generations before that for Teva? Women used to go break ice to go to the mikveh to be able to live with their husbands and have children. 
But there were no mikvahs in many places. In some places you weren't allowed to go to mikvah. Everything was a sakonis nefashis. You had to be moise nefesh. In Russia, the given yarn that you couldn't make a bris. You couldn't make a bris in Russia. And there are people that came from Russia that lived through it. You know what kind of madrega they are? They talk maybe in Amaratim right now, but and some of them now. But but they, they the mesiras nefesh they had is indescribable. That's why those people that talk on the right path, they can be gavaldik matzliach. There's a ma'aser of a person. Don't talk. There's a ma'aser of a person who's the rav in in the south. A rav in the south. I don't. If you want, you can go outside. Just go outside. We don't need you here. Good. So if you're here, I take so that's you have to stay here. You can leave now. A person who's a rov in the biggest shul as far as the building is concerned in the United States. What's it? The, the Baron Hirsch shul in Russia, in Tennessee, whatever it is. It's not important. Anyway, he's a rov. And he was going to Russia. This is a while back when it wasn't so popular to go to Russia. Today, every time Dick and Harry, every little schnecker like Tzemech uh, Yesev Glenn goes to Russia, you understand? It doesn't mean anything. But Amol, it was hard to go to Russia. It wasn't so simple. It cost a lot of money and this and that. It wasn't so much fun, you didn't go alone, anyway, he didn't go with a whole kabura. But anyway, he went to Russia to go see what he could do. Anyway, and before he went to Russia, one of the congregants of his shul comes over to him and he says, Oh, heaven, you're going to Russia. You have to do me a favor. He takes out a card, a letter, from his brother in Russia. And he shows him that this is the last letter that he got from his brother. And it's already several years that there's no letters from his brother in Russia. And he doesn't know what happened. He doesn't know if he's alive or dead. He doesn't know what happened to his brother. All of a sudden, the letters stop coming. And he's asking very stark that when you're there anyway, please do me a favor. Go and see this and this address. He gave him the, 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 the letter. And it says on it the address. Please check it out to see if you can find some information about my brother. I'm very concerned. The kids are a miser. I'm not going to go through all the details. I'm not saying from my notes here now. So I'll just say it very fast, like you hear from the indicatarians. They're very fast. They say fast miser, without any details. So he went to Russia, and he decided to go to the Chesed. And it wasn't Mamish in the city that he was in. He had to go to the outskirts of Moscow, wherever it was. I, don't have, I have the names of all the things in down in my notes. It's not important now. He had to go take a bus or a car or a train or a ferry or a helicopter or a car, whatever. Was lifted. He had to travel to the outskirts of the town. And it was a, it was like a project, not a project, you know, like uh, workers' buildings. A lot of buildings made for workers, worker class type of buildings where the address was. And it was a hot day, very hot day. It was in the summer. He went to Russia in the summer. It was hot. And... Uh, he goes to the address. In those days, it wasn't so free like it is today. Understand? It was still uh, there was still there's still communism then, and it was still nishpasha. It was still the the KGB. Don't give a metalim shugoyim, metalim being gangsters. So the kids are. He goes to the place and he knocks on the door of the place. He goes inside. There's a hallway, and goes to the door that it's that according to this address, this is the door, and he knocks on the door. And he knocks, 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 and he knoc
he could have done other things today, but he had to do this chesed, and now he's, he went to do the chesed, and nothing came from it. So Mikitza, and it was hot, and it was lousy mood. Mikitza, he just <laughs> know what to do exactly. So he figured he can't. Part of like, he knocked on a, on a neighbor's apartment. On a neighbor's the door, maybe they'll, they'll understand Yiddish, maybe they won't, maybe they will, but it's something I got to do. I don't want to waste my time. I came here for nothing. And he asks a neighbor, and, Bar- and Menashe Maim, she knew a little bit Yiddish, and she must have been a year or whatever, and, and she, he asks if, uh, if she knows anything about the neighbor next door. So she says she hasn't seen him for a while, but she knows for sure that someone's there because uh, sometimes she could hear that there's a, uh, uh, you know, going in and going out. She hasn't seen him for, or, or maybe she hears some kind of noise from the beer, from the walls. I don't know what she is. But I'll call for him. She hasn't seen him for a long time. So, so he didn't accomplish anything. He can't give her any regards from the brother. He can't do nothing and this and that. And so he's a little bit dejected. He was walking outside in the street. And he, he, he's a, he was a yid. He's a yid, a rov. He didn't have a beard. But anyway, he's a rov. And he had a hat on. Straw hat, regular hat, whatever it was, a hat. And it's a hot day. Usually a person doesn't wear a hat. And if you do wear a hat, you know, these kind of, anyway, he looked, uh, looked different than everybody else. He looked like an American, and he also looked uh, Jewish, because he had a hat on to say that, to say that the hat was on. So someone comes over to him while he's walking in the street, and, uh, and they meet each other, say, and uh, they get to talking. The Rav asks him if he understands Yiddish, this, that, uh, because he knew that he's a Yid. So this guy was also a Yid, because he saw from the hat, this, that, blah, blah, blah. they got to talking, and he asks him if he knows this and this person. So he says to him, what do you want to know who this and this person is? And the whole time while they were talking, it was very, he kept on looking around, you know, like Krasner does. He looks around to see if, uh, you know, you know, the KGB is there. And uh, everything, like a whisper, like Pam Shakras. So uh, he says, uh, what do you want to know for? Because yeah. mm-hmm. you're not going to be found speaking to foreigners, especially not to Jews. But anyway, it's, it's all kinds of problems. If they see you speaking to a foreigner, so they come and make all kinds of talks. What's the Dalton Given? They interrogate you. Anyway, because I don't have my notes in front of me. He says, what do you want to know for? And he says, I'll tell you what I want to know for. I'm a rob. So before he went right there, he said, you're a rub? Where's your beard? I never saw a rub without a beard. That's what the Russian said to, uh, to the American rabbi. He said, no, what can I do? I'm an American rabbi. And uh, over there, there's a rabbi without beards. Anyway, he says, so, and so what if you're a rub? So he says, well, there's a person in my shul that uh, has a brother here in Russia, and this and that. And he asked me to uh, look him up because uh, he doesn't get any more letters from him. He says, back and forth and forth and back. And he didn't really believe him yet, because Russians don't believe anybody. So he took out the letter, and he shows him the letter. So he, <laughs> so he saw it must be true. So he says to the rub, that's me. But don't talk. Just follow me. And uh, don't, talk, don't say anything. Everything's in a whisper. Anyway. He goes into his apartment, the apartment that he was knocking on, he goes into, tiptoe. As soon as he comes to the building, he tiptoes in. And the Rav understood he has to do tiptoe also. And he tells him not to say a word. 
You can't speak anything louder than a whisper and the whole time you're going to be in this building. Everything's spooky as we go along. You know, it's like, you look at 17,000 Krasnas, you understand? Anyway, he comes into the house, the house is pitch dark. The house, get this off my desk, please. The house is pitch dark, yeah? The house is pitch dark, yeah? It's getting spooky and spooky as we go along here. It's pitch dark. If you don't like it, you can go outside. He said pitch dark for now. So it's pitch dark. And he figures that there's no one here and he says to don't speak. And he says to him in a very small sound, very I couldn't hear. Quiet, I'm gonna call my wife. He says, I'm gonna call my wife. He calls his wife out from one of the rooms, another room there. And her wife comes out. The wife looked like a ghost. She was as white as could be. He never saw somebody so pale looking from whatever light that there was in the house. She looked very, very white, like Wilma, you understand? The other people were like Krasna, and she was like Wilma, you understand? White like a ghost. He didn't know what's coming off here. And, and everything is quiet and whispery and this and that. And Anyway, he starts telling this guy, the Rav tells the guy, what happens? How come you start writing? Your brother. And why is it so dark here? And why can't we talk above a whisper? And why does your wife look so pale like she's a ghost? And what's coming off here? And he was hot and he was getting irritable and disgusted. He wanted to give a scream, get me out of here, what's going on here? Stan Shaw would have given away the whole thing, the KGB would have been there already, immediately. So the kids are, the kids are, the all of a sudden, while they're talking, he sees the drapes are moving. He read, you know, whatever he knew from Russia, he knew that, who knows what's going on here, there must be somebody with a Tommy gun back there. And, and he sees the drapes, and he can't concentrate because he sees the drapes keep on moving. And he can't keep his eyes off the drapes, and he's talking to this person, the drapes are there, and he's going crazy, he's ready to crack off. So the rub. He, just, he was ready to crack up. All of a sudden, the guy sees that, he, that the rough can't concentrate on what he's talking. The words don't make no sense anymore because he's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you, uh, but, yeah. <laughs> he didn't know what's going to happen. He thought the guy with a gun going to come out and shoot him. So, he's, so the, the man realized that he can't speak anymore like this. So he makes some kind of a motion to, the, to, to somebody behind the dread to come out. Either with a sound or whatever. And a little kid comes out. Little kid. The kid was paler than the mother. She was whiter than the mother. She was a kavuchem ben benishal kavuchem of a ghost. You understand? Is she? Anyway, he says, I don't know if it is here. What in the world is coming off here? As much as he could say it in Yiddish. Anyway, he says like this. He says, All the pratim I don't have in here because I have my notes. But I'm just telling you the kids. We got married and we slowly but surely we came Bali Chuva. We want to do whatever the Taylor wants, the Avisha wants, but we have a major problem. We have a child, Hashem, and we don't know what to do. In Russia it's the capital offense. It's compulsory education in Russia. If you don't send your kid to the public school, you're dead. It's a capital offense not to send your kid to the public school system. To the school system of Russia. There's no other school. 
And we knew that we can't send our kids there. It's better not to have a child that's alive to go to, rather than go to the public school system in Russia because in the public school system of Russia, they teach you atheism, that there's no Evishtah. And that we can't do. Can't do it. So we made up a pact that the child will be born in this house. They, they hid the fact that she's pregnant by, by her wearing a little bit bigger dresses, whatever. She looked a little bit fat, whatever the case was. And then when it came a little bit bigger, 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 so they, she didn't go out. She didn't go out of the house. And from that time that she didn't go out of the house till today, she was not out of the house. The child was born in this house. It means he delivered the child. Whatever you have to do, he knew what to do, and that's it. And, and the child and the mother have not walked out of the house since the child was born. There is a, a child's cry sometimes. So people know there's a child, so they'll get out that there's a child there, the kid's not going to school. Everything's a spy system in Russia. Everybody spies on everybody else. So they had they have music playing. And that's what the lady said next door. I know there's someone there because sometimes there's music on the radio playing. The music was playing always. Whenever there was a chashash, the kid is going to cry. So that it should never be heard crying sounds of a child. No one in Russia knows that this child was born, except the mother and the father. The kid is an older kid already. Not an older kid, but I mean, he walks around, he talks. Everything that he knows, he learned from his mother and father. Olive bays, the Russian language, everything. The kid was never outside of the house. He never was in the outside fresh air. He never spoke to any other person except this man. This is the first person that he's speaking to. <coughs> besides the mother and the father. <coughs> the kid never had a bris. States up because uh, bris. You have to have a minion, how are you gonna get him? And even because it'll arouse suspicion, what's ten people walking into the house? It's not, even if you could trust people. He didn't have a bris yet. And they're working day and night to try to get to Eretz Yisrael. And they're trying as much as possible to get to whatever you call these things, the visas, mice, and hopefully they'll try to make some kind of a to get out. Tell my brother, the reason why I stopped writing my brother is because I knew that I can't concentrate always on everything I write to make sure that I don't let the cat out of the bag that I have a kid. So I stopped writing to my brother because I was afraid that somehow it'll be a remez about a kid in the house. Because maybe I'll, I'll forget for a second. And the mail, I stopped writing. Tell my brother what's going on. I wish I could write him, I can't write him. Etc., etc., etc. I'm finished. The Prati Pratam is in my notes. I can't tell you now. The Prati Pratam I have in front of me. So when he went out of the house, he cried like a baby. Uh, this is rough. He said he cried and he cried and he cried and he says, look what's going on here. He said, look, we give a krechts. We wake up a little bit early for sleepers. Oh, we have to wake up when it's hot. We have to dive in. We have to do. We have to learn. And we complain. And we feel that we're moist and nefesh And we're such great tzaddikim. Take a look what these people are going through. Look what kind of mesiras nefesh these people are doing for Teira, for Yiddishkeit. And, and we think that we're so great. And he felt like a little cockroach, less than a cockroach. He felt that he was a zero ship of zeros compared to the mesiras nefesh of these people.
This Rav later went out to Israel, many years later. I don't have the exact amount of years of it, but from when it happened to when he went out to Israel. And he met the person in Eretz Yisrael. He was fainted on the spot for Shaito. And he was so besimcha to see him in Eretz Yisrael. And he asked him what happened to the kid. And he says they got the kid to Eretz Yisrael. They, 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 uh, they camouflaged the kid in a big piece of luggage. And Nisei Nisim Yigatron. He holds in it nice and he breathes. And they brought the kid to Eretz Yisrael. And their whole family is there. And they're from a Yudin Amish. The shame with the fellows in Eretz Yisrael today. Das heißt, wir sehen das Nefesh Vatera, verstehst du? Mit durchgemacht, alle, am Amish gehennen. Und als Kedei haben wir so, they could have lived an easy life, dann die Kinder Bafel zu holen, guten Tag. Wir sehen das Nefesh, they'd rather not, they put everybody in a Sakona, not to go to school, not to become an atheist. So wir hoffen nicht, kein Musset, was the free of the Gadaires of Gutar, even today there are people like that with such mysterious nefesh. There are Yechidim, this is a Yachid Ashtetzach. There are other Yechidim, and even in New York there's Yechidim like that. Another thing, we don't know the peckle that each person goes through and mysterious nefesh and things like that. We don't have a Musik. That's what I want to get through to you. Of what is haste mysterious nefesh. We don't understand how hard it was. For the free of the Gadeiras to be from a Yiddin. The free of the Gadeiras, just my Zayda, his Zayda, his elder Zayda, my Zayda, my Zayda, came from Europe a teenager. My other Zayda also, two Zaydas. Two Zaydas, they had two Zaydas. You don't understand the Messias Nefesh that they had to be from Yiddin. Every week they were fired from their job. Why? Especially in the winter. Every week they were fired. Why were they fired? Four o'clock, you go home. Three thirty, you go home. A quarter to four, whatever. So what, you don't come on Shabbos. To, uh, you didn't finish Friday. You didn't come on Shabbos. You fired. Fired. So my Zayda learned how to become a locksmith, because that's something he could do without working for somebody else and make his own, be his own locksmith. Every week is a given an Israelian for Chil Shabbos. Ruba the ruba the ruba of people fell into that Israelian. And they were not able to withstand the Nisayan. They were Grace, Grace of Taira that came from Europe, even B'nai Taira that couldn't fall in. They fell into the Nisayan. Tamidei Chachonim. They had no choice. They worked on Shabbos. When Rabbi Chonon came to America, so my Zayda, all of our Shalom, Rabbi Yisuf Yeshua, that's the other Zayda, Zimmerman. The other one, of course, this is Zimmerman. He picked up Rabbi Chonon from the dock. He stayed at by him. They wrote the equals in the by him in the house. I told him. Anyway, he used to drive him around. My Zayda was a was a rare breed in those days because he had a car. In those days, a from a yid with a car, Kamar didn't exist. Bechlal who had a car. My Zayda was a salesman, a traveling salesman. To travel to Chicago, so in the olden days, he had a Model T Ford Ambo. When I was born, I didn't have Model T Ford. He had a different car, a Plymouth. I remember. But I'll cope as much as I remember. But I'll cope on him. Sarabuchonan, my my zayda was Mishamish Sarabuchonan, and he took him around. It's not so. And then sometimes Rab Simcha was there because Rab Simcha was here from before. I don't go into all the histories of everything. Anyway, there was a rav in Bright by the name of Rab Yosha. He wrote the biography of the Chofetz Chaim in Yiddish. Later, they made an article out of it in English. Rab Yosha, Rab Yosha was a rav in Bright. 
And he was a Talmud of the Chofetz Chaim and Nuhabu Khanan well from Ram. And he asked him the following Shiloh. He said like this. There's a yeshiva man that came from Europe. And he's now in America. He lives upstate New York. And he's a Talmud Chacham. A yeshiva man. And he lives in a place where there's no shachter. So he learned shechita seifus. He knows how to shecht his own chickens and knows how to make this salted and check it and do everything. Then all of a sudden, it dawned on him, stop that noise. It dawned on him, he has a major problem. This yeshiva man worked on Shabbos. He was Mechal Shabbos for Fehesim. But only as much as the job required. As soon as he came home from the job, he felt he had no choice. He made Kiddush, he davened. So he comes and asks from Yashar Shal, he sent him a letter. It just dawned on me, I'm a Machal Shabbos Vefehesya. Machal Shabbos Vefehesya is what? He's a goy. So my wine is what? Yes. And my shechita is what? And a veila. What should I do? Should I make better Kiddush on challah? And maybe I shouldn't eat no chicken. I'll only eat fish. You hear a Shiloh? He sent the Shiloh to who? To Rav Yosha. Rav Yosha. So Rav Chonan, so in the car, he asked him the Shiloh. Rav Chonan was beside himself. He said, this is exhibit A of an American Shiloh. Such a Shiloh can only be in America. Mam Shazah Shiloh, he was mole his pilots. I thought there should be such a Shiloh. Give our cookers the tutzach, a guy that knows how to learn, a ben teva, learned in shchita, he's a chal shabbos person, but outside the work he's a shemesh shabbos. Maybe he's not allowed to shechem, he's not allowed to drink his own wine. He was mole spilus from the shabbos. So ruba the ruba the ruba. I'm not going to go now with the answer. It's not important right now. But he says, but ruba fell in. We have whatever you want. And, and and we think that we get a medal of honor because we are Shem Shabbos. It's the biggest fart that there is on two feet. When you think, what's this haste of Shem Shabbos? And this one is Mason Evergiver Shabbos. And the reason why those people's Enochrachas room is because of that Messiah's Nefesh. But we have the audacity to think that we're great. We should get the Congressional Medal of Honor and the Purple Heart and some other other kind of medals from the Meshuggan government because we are great. We are great. Why are we great? We're wearing pants. No, no, you cannot. No, you cannot. I don't give a hoot what you're ready, sir. I don't give a hoot. I'm in the middle here. I got a fair fairing guy. No. Oh, no, sir. It's in the, yeah, I said no. Get out of here.
do what we're supposed to do. It's the weather. We blame it on the weather. Blame it on camp. Blame it on the cockroaches. Blame it on mosquitoes. Blame it on the sunburn. Blame it on the this, that, lousy food. Or this, whatever you want to blame it on. It's it's a avla gedola. Kabbalah satera with shvurs. If you're gonna, I want you to break his head. I'm break his head. And 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 until Elul, until Elul, I want you to know that the learning and the davening and the shviras hamitzvahs is shreklach. And it's up to you. It's your job. You got to do what you have to do. Can't help you. You got to do it. Don't talk. You got to sit and learn and write and chazer. And 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 if it's too hard to learn. Weiter as much as you want. Chazer and chazer and chazer and chazer when you have free time. Besides what you're learning in the shiur, you've got a chazer. Especially the extra month. You have to chazer and chazer and chazer and chazer. And don't say that it's hard. Every time you think that it's hard, you'll think about that family that didn't, that the mother and the kid that didn't go out of their house for, that whole, for, for those, those so many years. There are Britain in Russia. Britain that, Britain that take place in Russia and Eretz Israel, that they didn't have a bris. That certain mothers that are so what do you call top kid, they don't want to kiss their own kid until the kid is gemalot. They feel the kid is a goy, and they can wait three, seven, eight, nine, sometimes ten years before they make a bris. When they finally make a bris, the mother finally kisses her kid for the first time and she halaches. You don't understand. Today, you have a kid, eight days later, call the moyo, call up Glenn with his long beard, comes with, with the ambulance, makes a fast job, throws away the kit, even disposable meal kits, and everything's fine, I've been talking, drink and everybody's happy, and you will moist the You brought the kid in the police of Roma Vino. It's not a certain it's not easy to watch the, the Glenn cut up your kid. How could you compare it to the Matzot and Messiah's Nefesh that other people go through to make a police meal? Mikvah. Today you got mikvahs that are nicer than the world of Astoria, than the than the than the than the, than the, than the Hilton, than the Sheraton, than the most beautiful jacuzzis, the most beautiful thing that any kvir could have. They make mikvahs out. Shnal, get out of the room right now. Get on your own two feet. Now get out now. Just get out now. I said, get out now. Don't ever walk in here again. Just get out. Close the door. Close the door. Close the door. Close the door. I'm going to throw you out also. You're next. That's what he did. I'm going to throw you out. I know. I understand. I'm going to throw you out too. I don't care. I don't want to hear. No one. So the kids are at I mean, they Whenever things are a little bit rough, you should always try to remember these kind of mices and think of the Messiah's nefesh that these people had and then you'll say, squat. Think what the people went through in the concentration camps. You can't even go through that. It's just mind-boggling. What they did to have matzah. What they did to have uh, Hanukkah. What they did to do to Meshmira Samitzah. Tefillin. They were moist and nervous, put their life in jeopardy to have tefillin. So, so, so what do you drain a cup? It's too hard to wake up in the morning, leave them in. It's too hard to do this. It's too hard to do that. I know, I know. It's too hard. It's rare to come on time for davening. Yeah, it's too hard. It's such a chutzpah, it's such a hypocrisy, and such a what do you call? And you call yourself a bentayda? This is a bentayda. This is a bentayda. This is a yeshiva bacha. That's what they are. The scum of the earth. Because if a bacha doesn't understand that he, he has the opportunity to sit and learn teira with gewaldik and gewaldik comforts, and all he has to do is just wake up and learn and daven and open his mouth and get to work. 
and he doesn't do that, there's no bigger avla than that. There's, there's no bigger avla. There's no tedets in the world for it. There's no tedets in the world for it. And if you don't, if you don't, you're not machazik yourself. You can forget about it. It's all over. There's going to be a gavadik kitruk on you guys. Because what are you doing? You have the life of Riley here. Where's your mesiras nefesh? Nothing. A certain bacham do, certain bacham da, not. But whatever mesiras nefesh you have today, it's nothing compared to this. Whatever it is, it's nothing compared to the previous day. Alright, we'll stop here. Okay, now put away the Muslims for him. Okay, fine, I'll get out. I'll just get out. You see, sometimes the person is loading a cigarette, it's very hard for me. Can't really help him how to say, Mach Yasef. That you should be Matzliach to go in the Derech Hatei Vahayoshev, the Osid. You should be Matzliach in Russia, with Aina Arbidok, with the Russians, with the Balichuva, whatever you have to do over there. And the Rebbe should also help himself, Matzliach sein, after summer, in Teravidas, in Yitz Hashem. And the Ikazach is Amdavskeim, with Derech Hatei Vahayoshev. You have to remember to learn Haloch every day, to do everything, Benodem Lamokem, Benodem Lachaveiroi. You have big Kaychis, but you could become. Every person that's talented in anything is uh, is the that that talent could be used out with and it could also be used out lara. Every person's midah, whether it's a, 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 whatever, even it's midas that we call good. When we say that you have to serve the rebbe with good midas, so we say means the What does it mean? It's a little bit shvat. This pshat What does it mean? The Yetzirah, what does it mean you serve the Ebishter with the Yetzirah? So it means that you fight the Yetzirah and do the mitzvahs. So what does Bukhala Babacha mean? You fight the Yetzirah and do the mitzvahs? So, so Pashtas, Pashtas, it means two things. With the Yetzirah, how do you serve the Ebishter? Pashtas, it means that you use the good midas to serve the Ebishter. So you don't need too much work on that. You do need work on it. Because let's say a person is a... Uh, a uh, uh, big bald docker is a, is a uh, generous person. Let's say a person is generous. That generosity could be used out lara. You could be generous to do things that are awesome. You'll do. You'll, you have certain meters of generosity. Let's say to do things that are awesome. You'll give money where you shouldn't give money to, and you'll uh, you'll, you'll end up doing a lot of averes with that good meter. Or a person has rachmanis. He can end up having rachmanis on people that he's not allowed rachmanis on. So with the rachmanis, he can end up doing averes. says. Make sure that you use out the meters of the Yetzirah, which are the good meters, and also use out the meters of the Yetzirah, which are the bad meters. Everything should be used out Latoy. You have certain good meters, but you have to know that there's a danger with those meters. I'm thinking, Abish says, so the health and the Zolkena from Richting Avek. You should try to be Mechavel, to learn Kitashul Chanorach, we said after Zayn, to learn Mishnayis as much as you can. And for Shaytzak to learn the regular Lemudim in the Yeshiva, that's the Begadam and the Nishrova Sereden, Kumanitzai Tadav, and the Nachazal Chazachim. And uh, what you excel in is a, a certain amount of uh, administration or chesed or klal work or things like that. So you have to know uh, there's a yetzatayv and a yetzahar in that also. Most people that are motivated to do klal work, they do klal work not because it's kulal Hashem Shemayim. Most people don't do things kulal Hashem Shemayim. It's like the little pisha that's dying to be a solar ambulance driver, you understand? The reason why he wants to do it is not because he wants to save life, not because kolam matzal nefesh achas me yisrael kilo hitzel nefesh now he does it because he wants to be a spritz. He wants to walk around with it. the keys, the beeper, the cellular phone, and the whizzing lights. 
that run down through the red lights, through the red, the, the yellow lights and the red lights like a policeman, like this. All that is the Yitzhahara motivating him. No, Gonish. And that's the hardest thing. Because everybody knows that he's a low life. Everybody knows deep down that he's a zero. And in order for you to, uh, to, to appreciate yourself, and in order for you to give yourself the recognition that you need, you have to really do things that are genuine. And the Rebbe is all to help himself and don't think so much about money because please leave my drawer room Zag is on the ups and the downs what do you mean ups and the downs because on one side you have to make a style of spice you have to realize that make a toll in case of a problem on the other hand you have to realize that you have to have protection what's he talking about could you tell me what he's talking about what about a toll what's the problem with it it's not something that people should aspire to be when they're young, because well, they're, they're learning, that's why. And even afterwards, what's wrong? If, if we would not have... It's also not Shemayim, but if we wouldn't action Zechayim to get involved in it. So who would do all this work? Because Japanese, Chinamen, Spix, Pollocks, Russians, and everybody else. What's wrong with them they doing it? Take a look at the doctors. Take a look. Who's the most of the doctors? Most of the doctors are Chinamen, Indians, and all other kinds of kooks all over the world. That's what they're here for. They're here to serve the, the Klai Yisrael. Goyim, I hate to serve Klai Yisrael. There's no mitzvah to become a doctor. If you're a doctor, you went to court and you did this, and you call it a matzah, and you call it a But there's no mitzvah to become a doctor because of this mitzvah of a tzalas and fashis. EMS takes 10 minutes to get the course. No, no, don't That's you only because, what do you call it? Because, but it was, it, yeah, maybe some people meant it, the chathchilish l'shmah, and maybe some people today mean it l'shmah. But the vast majority of people in Atola, you'll excuse me, are there for the kicks, for the fun, and for the excitement. They don't want to live a humdrum life. I'm not talking about your father. They don't want, I'm talking about the vast majority of young guys that are in that solo. They want to have excitement. They don't want to live a humdrum life. A guy like Tzoro, if he goes into that solo, the reason why he goes into that solo, because he's sick and tired of sitting on his, doing nothing. Like, you know, like he, he's ice cave up the mench. So in order not to become an ice cave up the mench. So he either has to play bebop, hard rock, heavy metal, or he goes in that solo ambulance and plays around. It's in the bloodstream. The last Pelchik. Pilchik still has it in his bloodstream. He told me when the ambulance passes by, he goes, the blood starts curdling. And he says, even now, and it's already several years that he's away from it. What can you do? This is Yetzirah. It's a Yetzirah by most people. What are you talking? If I there are some people that mean it, L'shem Shemai. Of course, I'm not talking that. For the Maisa. The same as with all these concerts and music. Avada is some people that sing L'shem Shemayim. Avada, Avada. But the vast, vast majority of people that sing are singing for their own excitement, for their own gaiva, for their own spritz, for their own covet, and for their own gaiva, for their money. Even when there's no money involved. Like I told you, there's no money involved, it's still to have excitement. They feel choshev. They walk into shul with their people, with their this, with their that. How can a person want to be that way? I can't, I can't imagine in a million years a lot of these things. I can't imagine ever a person wanting to be a doctor. Sticking his hands up somebody else's tuchus. <laughs> What's our leaven does? Are you crazy? Uh, it's a be a, or a plumber. Stick his hand to someone else's toilet bowl. It, it, it's, it, it, and that's what a doctor is. A doctor is a plumber of the human body. Why should a person want to become a doctor? So it can't be L'shem. And most of the time it's not L'shem Shemayim. You know what it is? 
I can't imagine a person becoming a, a, a plumber of the human body. Let the dumb Jap and the dumb China, dumb China, and the end. What kind of Hashem Shemayim? The doctor doesn't do Hashem Shemayim either. Because it's one miyuta, the miyuta, the miyuta that means Hashem Shemayim. And the pitfalls of becoming a doctor are much greater than the, the rewards. When you're a doctor, you have to get involved, you have close intimacy, besides the college with the nurses and ladies, and it's no tzniyas, no nothing, it's like, it's like in one gigantic blob of znus, that's what a doctor is. Shit! You don't understand it. And the same is with everything, it's not gesund and it's not what you call, and the same with the concerts, and the same with all these bavamaisas, it it's sitrach, no gladish. The sitrach, I can't be matzliach saying, do things that are no good, so he comes at mitzvahs. Hatzalas nefoshe, you have to be mekarit, rechoikim, we have to make jet, we have to make records, it's all zeyashem, but it's a miyuta the miyuta that mean it for Shem Shemayim, come on, I told you for every ten, one guy at the makarit, they lose ten from a yidin, and jet, and all these NCSYs and all these bob mice. No gosh, certain people have to have, to have an outlet, so at least they should use their outlet for Shem Shemayim. Shem. Same with that A lot of guys, uh, instead of driving and becoming gangsters and becoming motorcycles, and then uh, hell angels have to run around on their motorcycles all over the place, so they become that solo ambulance drivers, you understand? Or they go here and go there, this and that. It's very interesting, it's very nice, you know, and they do big mitzvahs, and else is fine and good and well. But you have to understand, don't make from it, as thus is the Ica from Klai The Ica from Klai is not at solo, not resource rooms in Dakitara, and not being the kind of Rechoikim, and that becoming a doctor, and that doing this mitzvah, that mitzvah, and this mitzvah, and that mitzvah. The ikazach and klai so to do is the rebish tevil. And tustu is the rebish tevil is good. Tustu nishtu is nishkot. Now you have to know deep down in Pippik, what's your motivation? The ikazach is mitzvah, it's an 11 teira, basma, the rabba, mitzvah, yerushamayim, that's the ikka. Everything else is a tuffle. And what's happening in klai so is, every tuffle became the ikka. Kirov is the Ika. Russians are the Ika. Everybody has to have a Russian. A girl can't get married to unless she works with some kind of Russian. It has to be on a resume for a shidduch, you understand? Did you work with Russians? Russians. Whenever there's a strum, whenever everybody's doing something together, the same thing, you should know it's probably the ADA Tahara. You have to know that when everybody's doing something, there must be there's something wrong with it. You think it's a grace of mitzvah. But it's not a grace mitzvah. It's the Yetzirah's way of disguising his tactics and getting people away from doing what they should be doing. What's his name? I'm not a doctor. What's his name? in college, med- regular school, then college and medical school. You gotta be above. Ah, you'll show me certain exhibits that they're from a Yidin and they're doctors. First of all, they would have been much bigger if they wouldn't have been and, and gone to that medical school. And secondly, who says the HR didn't make investments? The HR made investments in certain people. Just like Rabbi Yaakov said, and, 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 and the people that I mentioned once before. The kids are Don't make the Iker the Tuffle and the Tuffle the Iker. The Iker is not to have kosher pizza parlors. The Iker is not to eat Japanese food. The Iker is not to eat Chinese food. That's glad kosher. The Iker is not to have all these things that are kosher. Kosher caviar and kosher ham bits and bacon bits and kosher this and kosher that. Everything is noch gemacht the goyim. That's what the Hebisha wants. The Hebisha wants a year to be a year. And the Rebbe wants a year to be a Rumi Yid. As a Lave game for the Goy as much as possible. Stay away from the Goy as much as possible. The Goy stinks. 
mentally you have to see that a guy stinks. How do you have to say hello, good morning, how are you, sir, and be a gentleman? But Lamai said, the Avish Chevilzos ain't a half dollar. So we should leave him at the guy. Hatzola member is involved with the police. They like it, the police, and the this, and the that, and the doctors, and the hospitals, and the goyim, and the Yidin, and the Japanese, and the Chinese, and the Indians. Tell them to that's not what David Schwartz wants. David Schwartz is and then if, and eventually if you have to go to business in such a way where you have the least contact with the guy, the least contact with the guy, first time in Rome is the Goyim. And today, all the Yidnats are, they're so enamored to have shachas with the guy. Noch machen the guy, imitate the guy, dress like the guy, eat like the guy, talk like the guy, sing like the guy. Well, let's go him. They'll have his open there. I'm a big shot. They have their ambulance, I have my ambulance. They have their motorcycle, I got my motorcycle. They got their helmet, I got my helmet. It's, it's goyish. They got the zakhas goyish. Don't you understand that? Okay, so they can look at it. Can be better if I tell it to never have Listen, I'm not the Balabos, the Abish to feel developed. If Menashemayim, the Abish was in Savasibis, but it's a bit of you understand that? In fact, the Lachatchilatika matter of Chaisa. But we are with the Abish, and Chaisa is with the Abish, and the air we breathe is with the Abish, and the food that we eat is with the Abish, and everything we do is with the Abish. This is another video of it, but don't think that it's a lachatchila. That's what I'm telling you. It's not the lachatchila of Klaiso. It's not the lachatchila of Klaiso. Don't think it is. A guy can't sit and learn the summer, let's say. He's itching to get the break loose. I don't mind. That's good. He has to unwind. So it's good. Let him go to Russia and do what he wants. But let's say if a person has a choice, if a person has a choice, should he sit and learn Taira and mind his own business in Lakewood and sit in his air conditioned base medlish and not have anything to do with Kirib not to do anything with that solo, not to do anything with this, not to do anything with that. How about it? He's much bigger. And everybody looks down on him. You know why? What'd you do this summer? You bench, crushed the bench? What'd you do this summer? I went to Russia. I did this. I was a lifeguard. I was a hat solo man. I was a medical assistant. I was a, a concert man. I was a J, 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 whatever. Yeah. I didn't even know yeah, what the name I don't give a whole body who went there. I don't care if Mashiach went there. But Abad, it would be better. Malach Mashiach would be sitting about in Taylor. And better, because he, he has a person. He's a person full of energy. And I told him, yeah, full of energy. You're going to explode. You better find somewhere to explode it in. The Shem Shemayim. So he went to Russia and exploded it in, in, in Russia. And he said, so he dropped the bomb in Russia. Then he came back. Now he dropped the bomb in, in Los Angeles, in L.A. But, but so it's, each person is different. Don't cruise me now. Don't talk to me. So the kids are amazing. So, you have to know your Tchunas HaNefesh. According to your Tchunas HaNefesh, this is what you have to do. You can't sit and learn Tehra all day long, 18 hours a day. You'll crack up. You'll be in another house. So, you have to go find things. But don't make it so glo- so enamored that by, in the eyes of other people that what you're doing is more chosher than what other people are doing. That's what you know what to do. Avad, it's more chosher, but quiet guy that's sitting and learning Tehra and, and minds his own business in Mill Basin even. Sitting and learning Tehra is more important than a guy who makes a big tumult in Borough Park or Flatbush, you understand? The Ikazach is what? What? A vast Tutman is Tutman. Hi, guys! Tutman does for the Ravish, Tutman does for Zip. So don't fool yourself. That's the main thing. The Ikazach is don't fool yourself. And you, Bechlal, have to watch out from other things. You have a, a Yetzirah for other things, and you have to watch it. You're too young to have some of the Yetzirahs. Like, you want to be on top of the world but before you're 21. You want to be Rachman before you're 21. Take it slow. Take it slow. No, take it slow. Take it slow. It's not no good. It's no good to think about money day and night. It's no good to have so much money. It's no good to be involved in money. No good to be... And not, and not so much to be such a spritzer. Not to be such a spritzer. Not to be... You have certain talents. So use it up. But try to do it. You know, a little bit more... That's uh, You understand? You have to know how to do it. 
It's not so simple. It's a, it's a big gate to harder because it's walking a tightrope. Living the life of Taita is living the, is walking a tightrope. You understand? Because a little bit to this way is no good. A little bit to that way, you have to know what to do. So frustrated, we always make mistakes. Sometimes we stick we stick our foot in quicksand. Sometimes we get it out. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we need help. And Yerushalayim is a commodity that's missing today. Most people don't have Yerushalayim. Most people, even if they know how to learn, they don't have Yerushalayim. They don't learn Musa. They don't really do it because the Abishta wants them to do it. They're not Machavim when they daven. When they make a bracha, they don't just... It's all like a parrot. It's not, not, uh, it's not earnest. How many times did you think about the Abishta when you say Hashem's name? From the time you're by mitzvah till now, how many times did you think of the Abishta? You thought about the Abishta a couple of times. I mean, it's a joke. Shivisi, Hashem, Lenegdi, Salmon. Kimemini, Balemet, Bachin, Salmon, Achlib. You want to be happy? Bachin, Salmon, Achlib, Yogo, Kweid, Abbas, Ali, Shkanabeta. You have to have Shivisi, Hashem, Lenegdi, Salmon. If you know that you're doing what the Rebishter wants, and you, and you speak to the Rebishter, and you can say the talk to the Rebishter, whenever you have it, sorry, you speak to the Rebishter. Whatever, yeah, you're going on a plane, speak to the Rebishter. When you have it, sorry, somebody's after you, somebody's making problems for you, this and that. Speak to the Abishta, talk to the Abishta, always know the Abishta is with you. And get aware of the Abishta, become more aware of the Abishta. From the trees, be aware of the Abishta. From the Terra, be aware of the Abishta. From Musaswan, be aware of the Abishta. From whatever you're doing, you got to be aware of the Abishta. So slowly but surely, you become a mensch. But if not, you can become the biggest gangster. Right? You look like him, you understand? Right? You look like Al Capone, you know that? You know who Al Capone is? Who? Who's Al Capone? I don't know you. <laughs> Al Capone, you look like a gangster with the way you look now, huh? Yeah, yeah you look like a gangster. With those glasses and the way you have your hat on. Honest, if I would stand on the street, I would say, I would go on the other side of the street. Because <laughs> that's for you. Have to look like that. Yeah, it looks more, a little better. A little better. Okay, let's go. Every day now we're going far away, the one and only time I've got this plan. We're here to say goodbye, so let me hear you try the one and only time. 
You can pick up your tapes tomorrow. We see you almost every day. Now we're going far away. The one and only time I'm here to play. Here to say goodbye, so let me hear you try. The one and only time I'm here to play. Almost every day. Everything is has meant to revolve around Klai We don't understand it. We don't understand it, and and we don't understand it. But I'll call upon and we have to try as much as possible when we see these things to understand what's happening. And if we just ignore it and say, we get right there, then it's a tainah. David shows tainahs of us. Everybody knows that this week there was a Shrekloch, a Shrekloch uh, earthquake in Japan. Not just a Shrekloch, it's Shrekloch, Shrekloch. It's Mr. Gladen, what's going on there? In one of the biggest cities of Japan, the second largest city of Japan, an earthquake hit exactly one year after an earthquake hit in California. And these things are not for chance. And if you say it's for chance, the Chach Shalom, the Abish should talk in grace of tainas of ones. Grace of grace of tainas. You can't say that something just happened. And you'll start telling me all kinds of scientific reasons why there was an earthquake with there, with the angry and fault, and with this, with that, with all kinds of crust, the crust of the earth. Or you'll just tell me, you'll dismiss it with a medley that the Leviathan took a, was sneezing and something, and that's why the earth, uh, the earth all these things are uh, cap outs, ways to, Ignore what's happening, that we shouldn't choose a harain in them and try to understand what's happening. So I'm going to read to you a shmuiz. I'm going to explain to you a shmuiz from Rabchatzko Levenstein. Echotari Tzolvacho was a mashgiach in Ponovich, and in the Zir in Shanghai. In his sefer, Oye Yecheskel Amidus. 
Now, this Shemuiz was written at a time that there was a whole tumble in the papers and in everybody's minds about a famous trial that was going on in that Medina uh, Shulkehenim that's called Israel. The whole, the whole Klayit wrote, Achmon of Islam, Kemat, whole Klayit wrote, was very much interested in a certain trial that was taking place over there by the government over there. The Eichmann trial. Everybody heard of Eichmann, I'm sure. Mach Shemoy, given a Kemat HaSheni Lamelech by Hitler, Mach Shemoy, and he was responsible for the death of many years. And when they finally caught him, Dr. Meister, with the secret agents, with the Meister, with the Shin Bet, whatever they call him, and Nochazelche, Bob Meister, so it was such a simcha, Mamish people were doing a jig, we caught Eichmann, and now we're going to bring him to trial, and the trial was made in public, public eye, and the whole world, every country sent reporters there, and it was in every single newspaper, basically, in the world. It was the talk of the day, when this Eichmann trial, when did it take place? I don't know, I don't know the English date. But I don't know if anyone of you were, were, were born. Grace how many years ago it was. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not familiar with the English dates. I don't, I'm familiar with the Hebrew date either. But it doesn't say any, any, any date on this thing. But I remember when it was taking place, the whole world was thinking about it and talking about it. And that's all everybody was talking about. Yitin and Goyim. So the name of the Shemuiz is called Lasseis Nekoma Vagoyim. Now, I, I said already, who and I'm not answering you? I don't want you to talk now. You'll get it from somebody else. You got to listen. And he says like this, Lechura Yifla. I have a plea at Suma, Chatzko. going to have to saw at the time. Spiraisteinu, when we see, I'll say it, I'll just read it in Hebrew, but I'll tell it to you in English. I won't have to say it in Hebrew and English, I'll just read it. And explain it as we go along. Sagrais a plea of Chatzko. When we see different things that happen, that the Rebush is bringing upon the world, mankind, different kinds of and we just ignore it. The Hebrew brings catastrophes, catastrophes, and we continue going on in our daily life as if nothing happened. The reason why this is going on is because there's a lack of emuna in our system. We don't really believe what we're supposed to believe. We might believe it I told you this a thousand times. We might believe it intellectually. We might believe it with our da'at, with your head, with your brain, with the moya. But you don't really believe it deep down in your heart. That's the two things we discussed a thousand times here. These are two separate things. What you know with your mind is not sufficient. It has to be brought into your life. What you know with your mind and not brought into your life is like two separate people all together. I told you to muscle with someone that knows that cigarette smoking is osa. No good. I don't mean it's osa, but it's very detrimental to your health. A person in the United States knows that it's detrimental to his health because it's written on every pack of cigarettes and there's a Surgeon General report that was widely publicized. Everybody knows smoking is dangerous to your health. But a guy that lives in the Congo, he grew up in the jungles in the Congo. He never read the Surgeon General, never heard about a Surgeon General. He just knows that smoking cigarettes is gishmak, and when he gets the cigarette, he likes to smoke it. So, the fact that Ruvain in America knows that smoking is dangerous to your health is not going to affect this native of the Congo to stop smoking. What does one thing have to do with the other? Because Ruvain knows about it. What does that have to do with, with, with this African uh, 
raised native in the Congo that he should stop smoking, what's the thing Dr. Thomas Andre? He doesn't know about it. Just like Ruvain's knowledge that smoking is dangerous to his health is not going to help anybody that doesn't know about it. Two separate people. There are two separate people in every single human being. There's two Ruvains. There's the Ruvain that knows and the Ruvain that doesn't. The Ruvain that knows and the Ruvain that doesn't are not really related to each other. Even though they, they share the same body. And even though the lave, which is the motivating factor in a person to do, and the moyach, the brain, which is the part of the person that understands, are very close to each other, less than an arm away from each other, in distance. Doesn't matter, they have no shackles with each other. They're not even close relatives. I mean, they're not even good neighbors. They're gonish. It's like two separate entities. And unless you work on it to make what you know with your brain, to have a bearing on what you do with your heart, it's... When Rebchatzchel says that we're missing emunah, it doesn't mean that we don't believe. We do believe with our mind, but we don't believe it properly. That means it's not a chilek of our life. We could say the feel, and when I say we could say the think, I'm talking about the thinking part of the life, that everything happens by itself. There was a storm, there was a this, there was a that, there was a, the weather, there was hot weather, there was cold weather, some hot weather came from the south and some cold weather came from the north and they hit together and created the, the tornadoes and there were hurricanes or typhoons or tidal waves. That's the way that we dismiss it and we go right there in our life. And we don't feel that everything is Bahashgocha. The Elfstein Imam and Imam in Bebun Oshleimah. So therefore we don't take Musa from what's happening because we don't feel that it's the Rebish just standing here and clapping. But really it's not enough of an answer. Because it's still a plea on us. Even if we don't come to the maskona and get a chizuk regarding schav or inish, but at least we should feel bad that there's tsar in the world. We should feel this feeling that there's in the tsar of, of, of thousands and thousands of people. The bria is not a good matzah. We should at least think about it. But we don't. And he says, for example, the earthquake <laughs> which took place in Chutzlaris recently. And it caused that its path, because of the earthquake, there came about thousands upon thousands of dead people and thousands upon thousands of wounded people and thousands upon thousands of people that have no roof over their head. It didn't make a rush on us. And I don't see that people are talking about it. It's a tiny gedayla on us. Why don't we understand and start thinking and put into our system that gewaldika bad things and gewaldika great punishments have taken place upon the residents of those places where the earthquake hit? And we should understand that this could happen to us. That's the reason why it's happening there as a warning that we should do tshuva because if not, the same thing that's happening there will happen to us. We can't be secure that these things won't happen to us. You see, they were also secure that nothing was going to happen and all of a sudden, in a couple of seconds, that's all an earthquake takes, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, it changes 
the lives of thousands upon thousands of thousands upon thousands of people. Right now, in Japan, there's close to 5,000 people dead. And every day there's going to be more because there's a lot of people missing. And every day as they dig, they find more people. They just feel that it's going to be much more than 5,000. Plus the countless of thousands of people that are wounded and the countless of thousands of people that are, that, that are, that are homeless. And what's more interesting in this earthquake is a side note I'm telling you now. When the earthquake hit in Japan this week, there was a yid who has children in Lakewood. He lives in Muncie. One of his kids went here in Long Beach. His name is Jacobowitz. He deals with pearls. Emil Jacobowitz. Huh? There's a lot of Jacobowitz in here. But this person was in Japan the Shasta earthquake hit. And when the earthquake hit, there's the building collapsed, basically. Somehow he was able to run out with his palace and so on, and that was it. The building collapsed. The, belt, the bed started going, the floor started falling. Whatever was happening, I don't know what he saw. He just ran out of there fast. And he understood what happened, that an earthquake just now hit. The second the earthquake hit, so he immediately called home. He was at the frame of mind. He didn't lose himself. He immediately called Muncie to let his wife know that he's alive. But he had a problem. What was his problem? He had, a, I don't want you talking, it's not a guessing game there. He had, he has a heart condition. And he needed his pills, nitroglycerin pills, other kinds of pills, whatever he needed for his heart. And without it, he could be in a sarcona. And everything is gone. He's not going back to the building, there's no building. So he just has his palace and chilling and ran out with his clothes on his back. So he needed very much these pills. When an earthquake kicks, hits, you can't go to the local pharmacy and say, I need some pills. There's no local pharmacy, there's no nothing. Everything is chaos. Buildings are, are, are burning. Places are blowing up. There's, there's natural gas explosions, all kinds of things. Like a bomb hit it. So he had the frame of mind and he said to his wife, Listen, the earthquake just hit Kobe. Kobe, whatever it's called, the second largest city in Japan. And for sure, the American television teams are going to send down television crews to take pictures of what's happening here, news reporters and television crews and movies and whatever. Do me a favor, call up CBS and tell them to bring me some pills. Push it. He said, they're going to come down, they can do me a favor, take a little packet of pills. It's uh, for me, I'm an American citizen, if you tell them to my massive and they'll come down. She called up CBS immediately, and immediately, you know, she told them what to happen, blah, 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 blah. CBS didn't know that the earthquake hit. The first that CBS heard about the earthquake was from Mrs. Jacobowitz. And immediately, they got in touch with him, over there, and they made a thing, and he was on the radio day and night. <laughs> CBS had this year, from Muncie, being interviewed on the phone and on the radio and then later, whether he got his pills or not, I don't know. But but the whole Mitzvah was that when Yidin heard about this earthquake, they could say they heard it from a Yid talking about it. That Zichr should have given a, a, a sent a, a chill up your spine. Amidaftan Shuva. The whole Mitzvah was that we could say the, the whole United States say they heard it from a Yid. 
being interviewed because the whole mysterious of them knowing about the earthquake came through this phone call and they could say they interviewed him all day long on CBS, maybe other stations also. This is supposed to wake us up. The whole mysterious as our earthquake comes is because of Klai Yisrael. And Yisurim Boim Leidam Elbishul Yisrael Dovdim Rishonim the punishments that the Abish is bringing to me this Adin, and we should learn Musa from it. And if we just keep on going by it and act as if nothing happens, if a Novi would be here, the Novi would say that there's going to be punishments if you don't do Tshuva, and you don't do Tshuva, is the grace of problem in Tshuva. Not only for the Avera that we did, but for the fact that we don't even care about it, and we don't even do Musa when we hear that something bad is about to happen. So when you hear it happening by Goyim, that's like a Novi standing there and telling you, Hell's of you better do Tshuva. Because if you don't do Tshuva, it's going to happen here. So, Rabbi Chatzko. It brings down Rabbi Yainan. It says in Rabbi Yainan, Shachit Tshuva, on the Pesach of Lysisna, Sechicha B'Lvavecha. Whose Harnovas that we were warned, L'Hosem in Hashem, Amidas HaSina. We have to remove from our system the Midas HaSina. But it doesn't say, that you're not allowed to have the meat of sinner. You're mukhiyif to take it away. That's what it says. You're mukhiyif to take it away. Because the mitzvah is that from the second you're born, there's such a thing called sin in your heart. There are certain instinctive meters that everybody has at different degrees. No one has at the same degree. Equally, everybody has a certain built-in sinner, sinner, sinner. Like sinner, esachicha, bilvovecha. A pasuk in the Torah. So Rabbi Yehuda, Shachet Shuvah, Gimel Lametes. Gimel means the Shach Gimel, paragraph Lametes. It says, "Whose hand was there?" Rabbi Yehuda's lashon is that we were warned, "Lahosim and Avshenu," to take away from our system midas asina. The diaknu was there. Come upon him. We have been diak many times. Shalai nema shosaluchas midas asina. It doesn't say now that I have the midas asina. Ela shemechay vayisenu, but it is our obligation. But to take away the midah of sinah that's in us because it basically is by everybody. We have kin in ourselves, we have taiva, we have covid, all the zachan. A kid in the, in the, in the crib already has bad midahs. He wants, he wants uh, covid and he has taiva and he has kinna and if somebody else has something, he wants to have it. All the midahs. And the kids are amaisa. Even though a person Zokter might speak nicely, but deep down, he's full, he's full, he's packed with all kinds of midas mishkosos. Full of it. As I'll say, Reuben Begezel, the Gemara says, most people steal. A minority of people do znus, but everybody does avat lashon hara. Why does everybody do lashon hara? Because everybody has themselves a certain amount of sinner. And therefore, you have a certain desire to do damage to somebody else, whether you like it or not. That's why you speak about other people, Lashon Hoda. When you're happy somebody else has a downfall, it's because of Shrek Lachamidus. When you cause somebody to have damage, it's because you have bad Midas. All these things, the Kima, to bear a grudge, to, to take revenge, the Tira, the Kima. All these things is because we have bad Midas. That's the Matthias of a person. The Matthias of a person is that even though he speaks very nicely, he acts civilly, he looks like a civilized person. He doesn't look like a wild man from a jungle. Nevertheless, deep down, he's full of midas mishkosos. That's the Matthias. When you see somebody that has a downfall, you're very full of simcha. You know why you're full of simcha? 
you're happy that it didn't happen to you. That's a gewaldic amitas on Azorius. When somebody has a downfall, when somebody hurts himself, or somebody loses money, or somebody breaks his hand, or somebody like that, you say, ah. you, you, you maybe say with your mouth, such a pity, but deep down you're happy. You know why you're happy? Because it didn't happen to you. That's the material. We have in our system a gewaldica amount of midas mishkosas. Even though we don't believe it, even when I tell it to you, many of you don't feel that way. You don't feel that you're as bad as I'm telling you, but the Messiah says that's the Messiah. Chazal tell it to us, and that's the truth. It shows that you've got to be honest with yourself. So, when you speak Lashonar, you don't gain anything, the Gemara says. But you have bad midas from the Nochash HaKadmeinik. That's what the Gemara says. To speak Lashonar about somebody else. So, Mamela, since we have in ourselves the Kavaldika bad Mida of being happy when somebody else has a downfall, so it's a Dava Pasha that we not maggish somebody else's Taurus. And we don't we don't feel bad when there's thousands of people dying. Because the second that we hear that an earthquake hit Japan, you know what we think of? The first lightning machshava that we had that when, the, when, the, when, the, when the earthquake hit Japan, you know what we had? A feeling of Simcha. Because uh, it didn't happen to us. And therefore, it's not going to envelop us. It's not going to. We don't care about it. And this is our gewaldike, gewaldike avla. These are you say this of Musa, what I'm telling you, but you have to realize that you're not consciously aware of this here. And by listening to the shmuas, maybe you'll you'll hear after the shmuas, and you'll start thinking twice about how you feel about other people's problems. And he says like this. Take a look what's enveloping everybody's mind now. Not the earthquakes of Rabchatzko. What everybody is involved is Bus Mestichat Eichmann, Shem Rishoyim Yirchav. Yemach Shemoy. The Rishoyim And the whole belt is enveloped and thinking and talking and is exuberant about bringing him to court and out of Israel. The Medina from the Tzayinim are going to bring him to court. And that's what we talk about all day. All the newspapers are full of it. And it's a Gavaldika they've said, Gavaldika Nekoma. And they keep on saying, Kill Nekoma Hashem. We're going to take Nekoma of this Kriteyach Yimach And everybody thinks that they're having feelings of the Tefan. Kill Nekoma Hashem. Kill Nekoma Yisifia. Gavaldik Nemi Nekoma. And you don't think for a second that these types of feelings are connected to the Tefan. Okay, this is what the Tefan wants. would be very kosher by us then we would be worried and it would bother us that there's a an earthquake going on or an earthquake that took place and killed people so obviously we don't care about the loss of life and you can't say because this is a year this is a guy when the earthquake t- takes place it doesn't have any bearing on us so what do you think that when we take the comma of this Reitzeach Eichmann you think the six million Yidin that were killed are going to get up and say something right now. And what's the whole tumult about this Reitzeach? It's about Ratzchem in the world. Every guy is Choshen on Not that many. Chazal tell us in Pesachim that you're not allowed to walk with an Amoret alone by night because he's Choshen on Ratzichem. Because the fact that he doesn't care about himself is also he's not going to care about somebody else. The Kitzchak Meister Ritzich is not such a far-fetched thing by Goyim. So, and even by Yidin, Chazal Talat. It says, you know how to go with an Amoret Yechidi Vaderach. 
Because if he doesn't care about himself going at night when it's a sakana, that means he doesn't care about his own life. He's not going to care about somebody else's life. If you don't care about your own life, that means you don't care about somebody else's life. So he's chashana That's not far-fetched. We're not so interested in the in the in the in the good feeling that we're going to bring a retzeach to justice. That's not our way to go. It's just because we want to be victorious. We have a there's a certain feeling in a person that he wants to be a victor. He wants to have a victory over an enemy. It's not because we're machs of people's people so much. That's not the real reason why we want Ashman to be brought to jail or to be brought to justice and to be killed. Now, but we have a certain taiva of nitzachai to win. Since we looked for him a long time and, we, and he eluded us and we finally found him. That's how we feel. So there's a that we had that we were able to catch him down and trace him down in the shin bed with the secret service of the Medalla Zachana, we finally got him. Ah! Ah! We got him. That Nitzachan feeling is what we're talking about. That has nothing to do with Kel Nekamah Sashem, Kel Nekamah Zafir. All our feelings of Nekamah, it's not a justified feeling of Nekamah that the Tehra wants. When you see a person like Ashley, you're supposed to think other things. You're supposed to think, to take a look what a person can become. You can become a mammoth and the animal. And only through Teva can you become a mensch. That's what you're supposed to learn up from that. This feeling of Nekoma is not a Teva feeling that we have when they caught Eichmann. The truth of the matter is that that's what Yisrael realized in this week's Sedra. If you take a look at the beginning of the Sedra, Shetach Vayishma Yisrael, so Shetach Mashmu Hashem Alba, Sarashi brings down, what does it say there? Will you have a Chumash there? What Shetach? Rashi says two things. So the Mavashim say, Zotrashi, you won't find this week's Sedra. Zotrashi, you don't want to do Zotrashi, 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 because every drop of water split. You were drinking water in a glass, it split. You were taking a, 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 a bath, it split in half. Wherever there was water, it split in half. The whole world saw the nest of Kriya Yamsuf, wherever they were, even though they didn't see the actual Yamsuf. So, if the whole world knew that the Rebish is making Nisan, then they found out, they, yes, they found out this and that, and they can't develop a Jerusalem then. So, the whole world should have been in a little bit fear of whom? Of the Rebish, to give a cook, but the Rebish came to Kriya Yamsuf, as well as the supernatural Zachan. David should control the Teva. David should make Lamaidam and the Derek HaTeva. Nisim and Yifloiz. And still, Mochemes Amalek took place. What does it mean, Mochemes Amalek? And the way I'm Mitzrayim, Amalek attacked. I'm going to play at How could it be? After seeing so many Nisim that David should make, Jesus Amsof, how could it be Mochemes Amalek? So that's why he became a Yid. Because he saw that no matter how much you see clearly that the Rebish is in charge, you still can be a behemoth. You still can do the the worst type of thing and go and attack. Must be that the only thing to stop a person from doing things that are bad is the table. So that's why his mother says, What did he hear that made him come a year? Why was it a stira? Not a stira? It was a stira. After a prayer, Samson becomes a Muhammad Samolik. That's what we're supposed to learn. Like Israel learned. You see a person like I from Dr. Malan. If I cook on Tehra, what can become an animal? 
But our approach to all these things is not according to the Taylor. Our approach is the way the Goyim think. We, we, we listen to the radio, we listen to newspapers, we read newspapers, we listen to Goyim, we listen to English teachers, we listen to professors in college, we listen to commentators on the news, and we listen to editorials in the newspapers, and we look at everything the way they look at it. The whole world is tumbling about the Nitzchokhan that the Jews had, over Eichmann, they caught him, they caught up with him so many years, this and that. That's what's enveloping our minds. The Mide for Nitzchokhan. It's not our business to take the comma of Eichmann. That's not our business. That's not our business. A man should have to that the, the Indian of Nekomalas is Nekomalas, that's the Rebishter's business. A person has to be as civilized as possible, even with Goyim. A man should have a man. Lo'olam yehei odom, and then yehei shemayim, the first thing that the Torah wanted to be is be a man. It says that you have to say good morning, you're supposed to say good afternoon, good evening, even to a Goyim in the, in the, in the, in the streets. You have to say hello to every person after Nochri Bishuk. And it says, Amen, Stavhoben, Rachmonis of Goyim Echet. And to have a feeling of Nitzchokhan over the Goyim, that's also, that's not our business. So when there's an earthquake that took place and we don't feel anything bad about it, we don't care about all the Soros and Soros and Soros, besides the people that are killed, all the people that are wounded and homeless, and the Pachat of the people that nothing happened to them, but they're living in Pachat, their daily lives are full of Pachat because they're aftershocks. And every time there's an aftershock, they don't know maybe this is it, it's going to be Shereklach. And we don't feel bad for them. And we don't envision the Tzoros they're going through and try to understand how the results from the Rebishon without feeling it today. So that means that we have bad meters. Any natural catastrophe has to bring us closer to Emunah and the Rebishon. Chazal tells them that no one can stump his finger. You can't hurt your finger. You can't jam your finger. It can't happen that a person should jam his finger in this world. Anything that happens has to be abstract from the Ebishter. It can't happen that a guy tripped and hurt himself. It can't happen that somebody was going on the bicycle on the boardwalk and he broke his uh, wrist or, or sprained his wrist. It can't happen. It can't happen that a guy has a split lip and it broke open and it started bleeding. It can't happen that he got a mosquito bite. It can't happen that, that he got an ingrown toenail. It can't happen that you need glass. Everything's going to stack. Nothing happens by itself. So if there's such happening because there's a major earthquake, can a person go away from it and saying that it was a mikra? And the kavona of these ancient to be ma'er people of Shuvah. And it doesn't mean to be ma'er the goyim the Shuvah. That's a secondary thing. That's a, that's a very minor chesmon here. The kavona is to be ma'er klal Yisrael the Shuvah. Because the whole world was created for klal Yisrael. Everything that happens in the world is for klal Yisrael. Everything revolves around klal Yisrael. When the goyim accuse Jews that we're the source of all Tzorahs, it's true. We are the source of all Tzorahs. 
Because no tzaddik can come to a guy unless it's because of a yitzvah. Well, that's what the Gemara and Shabbos called Peronius. Aleph Peronius, the Gemara says, Shabbos called Peronius, is only Bishul of Israel. Ain't you still in Boyan Lightum, but called Peronius and Aspis, ain't all Bishul of Israel. Everything is because of Christ Yisrael. And as they state, by Tias Mitzrayim, and Tashi's boy, we had it. Kiani Yes, Baratias, Libavias, Levavodov, Lema'an, Vashtay's writer, Shisi, Oisai, Ela, Bikirboy. Why do I make all these things? I want you to tell over to your children and your grandchildren how I made fun of the Mitzvah. And all the oysters that I brought upon them. All these things are supposed to bring a person closer to the Hedishtim. The whole purpose of all the Mitzvah that took place in Mitzvah was that I cry for Shno, the Doire Doire, how the Hedishtim fears the Chutzoshoi. And Rashi says that also at the beginning, Rashi says that since Hare was a bump, the first five makas he, he, he hardened his heart against me. So I wanted, I'm going to harden his heart on, on, on the next five. And in order that I should bring a lot more Nisim, so that everybody should recognize my Gehuda, and this way we'll do Chuba, we'll be afraid. And we'll have Yerasa'inish, from Yerasa'inish we'll have Yerasa'inish, from Yerasa'inish we'll have Abba. If there would have been a Navi today, a Kapchatzko, and he would come and tell us that all Einshim that are coming upon us is because of our Vedas, so rather we would be more frightened. That, that when Klai Yisrael had Nevi'im, when Klai Yisrael had Nevi'im, so they had Nevi'im came and told us, when we don't have any Nevu anymore, the Abishu took away Nevu from us. The reason why the Abishu took away Nevu was a Teva for us, as you know. Because if we would have Nevi'im, if we wouldn't listen to Nevi'im, then the kids would be much greater upon us. So the Rebbe did us a favor. He took away Nevi'im. So the kids would be against us. It's not so great. But you have to understand that the Rebbe is speaking to us a different way. Instead of sending the Nevi'im, he's sending natural natural catastrophes for us to, to wake up. So those that want to understand what's happening will understand and wake up and do true. Those that don't want to understand will not understand. Especially now that it's Shayvavim. We discussed Shayvavim already. It's a special time. Especially so we have to work on it. You have to work on it. You got to learn Musa. Mado, the Gemara says, and they will make sure that the Chaim there is according to one opinion. It's not allowed to cause Tzad to a Baal Chai. And it's easy to be a Raisa to cause Tzad to a Baal Chai. It's a Halach at Kama the Kama to cause Tzad to a Goli. Why should it tell about a Kim? And that's why, we, 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 and, and we don't feel it. That's why it's possible for a person to go to a hospital. Mm. And you see a lot of people moaning and groaning, half dead, half alive. All kinds of sorrows, people in pain, people that are having all kinds of machlis. And you go home as if nothing happens. And you don't feel bad about it. And you're not nice to oil with those people. You don't feel the tzar, you're not mishtatev and mishtatev, the people that are in the hospital. How could it be such a thing? Take a look. 
because we have this midah of Achzorius Mincha. We have the midah of Simcha when somebody else has Torah. You know why we have a Simcha when somebody else has a Torah? Because we're happy that it didn't happen to us. We're happy that we're not suffering. So we have to be aware of our Shrek Lachamidah that we have. Once we'll be aware of how bad we are, then maybe we'll, we'll start learning up Bishma Musa and work on our Midah. So the kids are my you know who it's good for a person to take Nekoma from Goyim when we're supposed to take Nekoma? Only for a Chosid. You know why only a Chosid? Because a Chosid does it in Shem Shemayim. A Chosid will not do it because of, 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 of Nitzach. He won't do it because he wants to be victorious. That's some type to be victorious over somebody else. He does it because that's the thing. So, when you take the come of a guy, and you're supposed to, let's say, sometimes take the come of a guy, it's only good for a chosset to do it. Because a chosset will do it. If a person is not a chosset, then he's going to do it. Very, 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 very cool. Very, 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 very cool. That's why it says when Shmuel killed Agog, you know the mice. You better remember this part, no time, It says that they finally gave over to Shmuel, Agog was given over to Shmuel, what did he do? By Yashasev Shmuel of Agog, What's Hashem? What does it mean Hashem? What does it mean Hashem? He killed Agog, What's Hashem? What's Hashem? He did the mice of killing Agog not because of he had a, a, a personal sin against him, not because he had a personal negia against him. The whole purpose of Shmuel killing Agog was listening Hashem. Because if you're going to go kill with other Cheshvainists involved, you wanted to have Mitzvahan over him, you hated him, and you're finally able to get a dis and a come against him. You have personal delight in killing him. That's the Tayyavah of Shmuel Hashem. That's a goyish amina. That's how goyim lives. Christ wants to stay from, away from this as much as possible. So mamele medavim vishnu. Nitzachin over a goy. Most of the time is a bad amina, because it doesn't come from holy thoughts and feelings. It comes from bad amina of tiredness. And medavim vishnu. And we have to examine our our feelings consciously and subconsciously. Medavim. Whatever I'm going to tell you now is not going to help you really because it's just going to bring you to the idea. But you got to work on it on your own for the next 10, 15 years. You got to understand that there's a big fear on a person being in the status and the star of other people. When you see somebody sick, you're supposed to feel bad for him. When you see somebody going through tzaddik, you're supposed to feel bad. And even if it's for going, there's Alochis. So the Mela, if we would have the proper feelings of Tabchatzko, we wouldn't be so involved in the, the, the chapping of this Eichman. And we would have much more Hispilus, and we would be enveloped and be speaking much more about the earthquake than we are talking about catching Eichman and bringing him to court 
and causing and, and, and getting to be executed. And the reason is because we're not conscious of the fact that everything happens to teach us something. Everything is that we should learn from it. When I'm after Hoplan and after the Hoplan and Musa. Not Hoplan and was Goyam Lan and He says, I remember when I was in Radin. Practically speaking, that I remember when I was in Radin, I was learning by the Chofet Chaim. And there was an earthquake in Japan. Those are some And thousands of people were killed. So take a look.